Good afternoon, Paul Andrigo here, Century 21 Regal. Uh, today's topic that I'm going to be covering on my third podcast here is the age-old question, and it uh, it's never gone away, and it was sort of um, not disgusting, but uh, the chicken or the egg, do I buy or do I sell first? So, having done this now for... In my 18th year now, um, I've seen the cycles, and I've seen when it was the right time to buy first, of course, and then when it was the right time to sell first. So there's a couple of factors that go into this, and obviously each single one of you listening will have a different set of circumstances. Uh, the one thing that I can't, I, I can't emphasize enough the importance of is that you make money when you buy. So if we're talking about maybe trading up your property to something bigger, smaller, or something out of town, it has a lot to do with what you paid. So when I do my evaluations, uh, what I call the mysoldreport.com property evaluation, uh, having done so many of these, especially since uh, the last couple of years, um, there are some cases where right away I'll, I'll see that you were smart when you bought um, and you're in a position to do very well. So there's a little bit less risk in your case. So if you're walking away with, you know, let's say half a million dollars, uh, you bought at, the, at a very smart time, then, um, you know, you're in one category. Someone else who bought a couple of years ago and perhaps paid a little more than they should have, uh, and perhaps I wasn't involved, so I didn't uh, have a chance to, to help with that, um, isn't in the same position where they can make this decision as easily as someone, you know, who did very well. So there's, there's that aspect of the discussion. The other part of it has to do with, as well, where you are. And, of course, just like every city from British Columbia over to... Newfoundland and Nova Scotia area, every city across Canada and the U.S. each has its own weather zones. So there is no, there is no asking the question, which I, I, I kind of joke about a lot, is um, when, whenever there's a cross-Canada real estate report, it's almost like saying there's a cross, there could be a cross-Canada weather report. It's not possible. So, and, and what I mean by the importance of location, and I, I even mean this within neighborhoods of Toronto, because I've been, I've been living here my whole life. Um, I've studied neighborhoods way before I got into real estate because I bought property before I became a realtor. So the big thing about analyzing neighborhoods is there's actually sub-neighborhoods within each neighborhood. Uh, and I can tell you at least about four or five where I've sold recently that there are at least within that one aspect, that one smaller version of the neighborhood, there are then... Uh, a few hyper-local neighborhoods within that that uh, react differently, sometimes as uh, as close to across a main street or just north or south of a main street, all within the same general area, but uh, definitely behave very differently when it comes to um, buying and selling. So that's something I also do a lot of a lot of research on and make sure that when it's time for you to again squeeze as much as you possibly can out of that property that I um, respect those guidelines and that's that's the word I use because in some areas 
offer dates will not work. And I mean even now when almost every other property you might see for sale has an offer date or they want offers. Um, there are not guarantees even within one neighborhood that that's going to work on each type of property. So making sure you understand that uh, if you're in the process of, again, thinking of selling and you're not sure which to do first, um, the best thing you can do, and this is really just for your own due diligence and, and, and also because of the fact that I have no problem analyzing the marketing of what other people are doing in my area. And that's something else I've been keeping notes on because of the way that I am. Uh, I've always kept notes on what the other agents in the area are doing and what's working and as much as what's not working. So I, I have no problem sharing that as well as what works and what hasn't worked uh, for my own clients. So you get the benefit, which is why if you ever see one of my signs in your neighborhood, um, understand that I've done a lot of – before that sign ever was – planted, and if you ever see a Century 21 sold sign with my name on it, I can assure you that way before that sign was even in the lawn, uh, I was studying that property for sometimes weeks, sometimes months, uh, to see what exactly would be the best strategy to get to that sold sign, which uh, I'll, I'll always say it this way, you'll never ever know what goes into a sold unless you know, you hear it from me because you might see it go up and in some cases you might see it go up in a day or two. Sometimes you'll see it go up in a week or two or longer. Um, but each single one will have its own set of challenges that I have to uh, manage to make sure that uh, my clients are in the best position. And it could take sometimes, sometimes it can take days, it can take hours, and, and it sometimes does take weeks, regardless of how hot supposedly the market is. And the last thing I'll say right now about buying and selling is the mortgage aspect of it. And I've got some really, really great people that you can speak to about this that can give you more insight than I ever can. But the, the process of getting your financing in place, if you were going to buy something before you sold, has changed. So you could have really great credit, and five years ago, they were rolling out the red carpet for you, and they would have given you everything, including the free toaster oven. Now, they might ask you a lot more questions, and they might need a lot more security based on the new qualification um, aspects of the, of the whole thing. So um, this, is, and this is all stuff that we have to talk about before we ever get to the point of um, making any decisions, signing any paperwork for, for again, either buying or selling. Um, and bottom line is I am involved in the process with you um, from the beginning, and, and literally there is no risk on your part when you're working with me. Um, the only risk, if there is one, is when you actually have a decision to make whether you're buying or selling. And then by that point, uh, we've already discussed everything that you could possibly imagine um, beforehand to eliminate your risk. So um, you have to remember that there's not a there, there isn't a uh, situation here where uh, in, in some professions you'll have to pay a retainer. So I'm basically doing all of the calculations and making sure everything's going the right direction for you uh, long before uh, you know you're committed to anything. So it's 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 still. Um, it may not it may or may not make sense to everyone how this works, but we are paid uh again on a 
on on a you know basically on on a on a position where if we don't negotiate, if we don't create the best situation for our clients, uh, we don't get paid, and it's that simple. So the 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 risk is taken up front, the time, the energy, the expertise. Uh, it's all done. It's all put out up front, um, and uh, for me, it's about goodwill and good faith. And uh, at the same time, it's the same way when you're buying and selling, where um, if you're putting an offer in on a place and you've done the due diligence and you're in a position where uh, you understand that you know a 50-year-old home or a 20-year-old condo will have 50-year-old problems or 20-year-old problems, um, if you're if you're understanding that while you go in, you're in a much better position than uh, someone who will be surprised by the fact that they might have to do some repairs on a property when they move in. It's just part of uh, the understanding. I've owned a few properties myself over the years, um, and and have tried always to minimize surprises because <laughs> I don't want them either, and, and I don't want them for you. But sometimes you just find out that something needs to be done, and hopefully. Uh, it isn't major, and for me, it's never been. Um, so hopefully the same thing will happen for you, and uh, we'll take it from there. So thanks for tuning in for my, uh, again, episode three of my um, Toronto Real Estate Unfiltered, and uh, hopefully we can continue this conversation one-on-one -on -one when uh, you're ready to make the move.